Well, hi everybody, Steve Tartar, another edition of Tartar Sauce. And with me today, we're delighted to have Rita Ali from the Peoria City Council with us and from Illinois Central yeah. College. Rita, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm happy palatial, to be here. I love it here. Glacial Peoria Life Studios down in downtown <laughs> Peoria. Um, Rita, we'll start with what's just happened. You were at the big table at the Peoria Civic Center event mm -hmm. yesterday. What, uh, what was going on there? Wow, it was a major event uh, with hundreds of people there. I think each session, uh, one focused on workforce, another on innovation, mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, another on place, and then uh, the one that I spoke at was on diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. so Which it comes just, naturally yes, to you yes. with, with what you're doing. Yes. Um, so what what did you know you don't have to give us your same speech we don't have time for that but mm -hmm. but what what was kind of your your message so my message was one to thank the organizers for even including diversity and inclusion right. in a session like that that engages the public and says this is important enough that we should have a community discussion around it sure. and of course i feel that way um the information that i shared talked about the need for us to address critical issues of diversity within our community. And I pointed out, you know, some of the disparities uh, um, that are related to race mm -hmm. and equity, as well as poverty being a huge issue within our area. Uh, sure. The national poverty rate is 11.8%. The state poverty rate is 12.1%. The county, Peoria County, has a poverty rate of, I believe is 15%. But Peoria City's poverty rate is twenty point nine percent. That means Steadily every yeah. Up. That means one in every four point eight people in the city of Peoria live below the poverty line, and that is an issue of diversity, mm -hmm. in my opinion. So we and you yes. need to look no further than Peoria Public Schools absolutely. For, for that poverty free and reduced uh, lunch. Yes, absolutely. Thing. And that we we uh, want to talk a little bit about this. Um, this is a program at, at, at where you are at Illinois Central College, mm -hmm. uh, Racial Justice and Equality. This is a, like a white paper that's come out mm -hmm. um, recently, right off the press. Yes, right off the press. We released it to the public at the big table yesterday. Okay, so it really documents our journey for racial justice and equity within education. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually partnered with Peoria Public Schools in mm -hmm. our initiative, and we applied for a grant uh, about 18 months ago through the Lumina foundation. Mm -hmm. It's called the Lumina Fund for Racial Justice and Equity. And they selected 19 colleges and universities out of 319 applications. Wow. Uh, so we were very blessed and mm -hmm. fortunate to be selected. But they, they also identified us as a uh, having great need, right. but also Those great opportunity. Yes, yeah. yes. Where there's great need, there's great opportunity. So we've been on a journey to um, create pro-equity policies, practices, and systems to re remove barriers so that all of our students will have success mm -hmm. and not just some of our students. So we recognize the gaps in educational success and we rec recognize the gaps in workforce among certain in, groups. Now, you, you're, you're, uh, you, you mentioned you, you appreciated the, the diversity even being on the table, at the yes, big table. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm thinking of, and I was on the Journal Star until earlier this year, and I know there was a story about how Peoria, and, you know, unfortunately Peoria picks up some uh, some honors that it probably doesn't want. Yeah. And one was it was the one of the most racially divided areas, and that wasn't talking about 
uh, Peoria Public Schools, but around the area, because if you go outside of Peoria, and I, I don't want to pick on any cities, but Germantown Hills, mm -hmm. um, you know, Metamora, Pekin, mm -hmm. all those communities right around us, their breakdown, their diversity is a lot different mm -hmm. than what we have in Peoria. How do you how do you get across? I mean, what do we do with that figure? So, I mean, Governance Magazine actually looked at the schools within our region. Is where that came from. Yes, yes, and they said that our schools are the most segregated in the entire country. Yeah, the most segregated. And this is the area. Uh, yes, yeah. mm -hmm. yes, this is the area. So that's an issue mm -hmm. that we do have segregation in our schools, but we also have it within our communities. And that's where it starts. I mean, if you look at where people live uh, uh, according to their race, mm -hmm. we have more concentration in certain areas. And that, again, triples right. down, trickles down to affect the schools right. where people go, where people live and then where they are able to go to school. So you look at Peoria's South Side, 61605, which mm -hmm. is one of the most economically depressed areas in right. the entire state of Illinois and, and probably one of the 100 most depressed in the nation. But you look at that area and it's dominated by African Americans. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there, right. is, there is some um, relationship between mm -hmm. poverty and race mm -hmm. uh, right here in our area. And so we, we have to begin to address those disparities. And, and once we recognize that, because I know th there have been uh, reports, now whether people pay attention or not is another matter, but uh, I know various groups have come in and, and said, not only is 61605 uh, you know, the, the dominated by, by uh, minority mm -hmm. and, and poor, right. but it's it's exodus. The population has declined dramatically over the last 40, 50 Steve, years. Steve, you're absolutely right. And I grew up on Peoria Southside okay. in the early 60s and 70s when there were 54,000 people that lived in that area. I think it was the early 70s, it was down to 33,000. Mm -hmm. And now we have less than 14,000 people living in on Peoria South Side. So part of that is because of housing. Mm -hmm. So there's a lack of quality housing right. uh, for people to live in. So they go where they have available housing, right. uh, affordable housing. Sure. And a lot of that migration has been on the East Bluff. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a need to have housing so people can stay. There's a lot of people that want to wanted to stay mm -hmm. and still want to stay on Peoria's South Side, but there's not enough housing. So we have yeah. to, to increase the housing stock. Eventually that can affect the schools. You continue to have the exodus of population and you're going to have less need for schools on the South Side, which we don't want that either. Right. So we right. have to get a plan to revitalize. And the, the city, along with other partners, including not-for-profit partners, are working on a plan to revitalize and Peoria that, South and Side. And it really community. takes coordination there because you're on the city council now. You're at ICC. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that uh, Peoria Public Schools was involved with your project Yes. Here. It's really a coming together it has of all to these be. groups. Absolutely. Keep bringing key stakeholder institutions, organizations, and individuals together. What's your take, having just come from Big Table and, and being part of the the uh, uh, you know the, the the political group in in, in Peoria? Is the is there an acknowledgement now that we have to do something? Because I think for many years, and I've been here a long time, there's there's been the awareness that okay, the South Side's got problems and it's poor and, mm -hmm. and the housing stock's old, but w 
now are we getting to a point where people are saying, okay, it's time to go. Yeah. we got to do something. I think so. Uh, the big table was very encouraging. We've had a lot of talk mm -hmm. in our community about the problems that we have. And what you heard over and over and over from the participants yesterday is, it can't be just dialogue. Right. We have to move to action. We want to see results. Mm -hmm. And so the next steps, and we'll hear more uh, from the organizers of the big table about the next steps, but they documented all the recommendations that came down, you know, from the discussions. There were a lot of solution-oriented mm -hmm. um, uh, recommendations that came forth yesterday. So, and, and I think, you know, one thing that, that struck me when, when I was hearing some of these reports, and I'm not as knowledgeable as I should be on it, but the, the point that was made, I think, some years ago was <clears throat> you, can, you can run away from the problem. And, and, and I, I don't want to, you know, cast judgment, but people say, well, okay, Peoria is having problems, I'm moving so-and-so. Mm -hmm. But if 61605 in becomes increasingly a problem, mm -hmm. that, that has an impact. It's like it, a bomb. It, just it, it doesn't just affect area. our whole city. <clears throat> it affects our whole region. Yeah. So I think what we've done far too long is to run away from it mm -hmm. and ignore it and not invest. Mm -hmm. And now we realize it's affecting us because people are, are moving out of the area. They're moving to East Peoria. They're moving to Morton, Washington. Dunlap, other areas, they're saying crime is too high, mm -hmm. um, Peoria has a bad reputation, or it's not safe, you know. Um, we need to solve the problems that we have within all parts of our city uh, so that we can have a quality living, you mm -hmm. know, quality of life for everyone, and then begin to attract population. That's one of our biggest challenges with the city is that we need to attract population. Right. In order to do that, we're going to have to make some investments mm -hmm. in some of the areas that are, are considered problem areas. You have to be, you've just got on city council not too long ago, <clears throat> but you have to be encouraged at, and, and as, a, as a resident of the area, you've obviously seen it firsthand, um, development in warehouse district, uh, upcoming developments in downtown Peoria because right. for too long downtown yeah. has been right. sort of written off. Right. You know, you, know, you don't right. want to go downtown. Right. Just, I always remember volunteering at the Apollo Theater for a number of years and <clears throat> I'd tell somebody about something we did and, oh, I love that movie. Where is it playing? I say, oh, the Apollo Theater, it's, you know, downtown. Oh, and then make a face like, well, what? Downtown. Like, yeah, right. Saturday night at 7? I mean, are you kidding me? You don't pay for parking. There's right. nobody down there. Exactly. It's, it's wide right. open. I mean, right. it's, unfortunately, for the sake of the city, because I'm, I'm thinking if somebody was visiting for a convention or whatever, and they're staying in a downtown hotel, and they're there for the weekend, mm -hmm. they might think, where'd everyone go? You right. Know, because we've right. had this sort of, you know, the restaurants and bars are open, but not a whole lot else. And I think we need to move into we are. activities. And it is. It's gradually changing. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of excitement about downtown with not just the warehouse district, but the entire right. downtown mm -hmm. area, some of the development that's taking In place. Innovation area now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm excited about the innovation mm -hmm. hub. Mm -hmm. There's a, a good number of people that are beginning to invest mm -hmm. in Peoria's downtown. And we're talking about private sector good. investors. And that's what we need. We right. need public-private partnerships. We need more private investment into our downtown and our other areas of the city. So I, I have to ask you because we're... Um, we, you know, we, we've known each other a long time. When you ran <clears throat> earlier for the city council, and people know this who, who follow uh, the, the city politics, uh, you ran in the 5th District. Yes. That was where you live. And <clears throat> you had a very close 
uh, race. Yes. And you lost by one vote. Yes. What was your reaction? I mean, I, 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 you, I'm sure you weren't thrilled, but when, when that came all down, what, what's your thinking when you, well, I, you're finding out you're so, one vote short? Yeah, just thinking that night, election night, we were so close, mm -hmm. but we were up three votes. Okay. But I knew it was too close to count for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because there were still uh, mail-in votes that were out there that had not been counted. Right. Um, so there was time, you know, time went on, there was, I was two votes up, then I was only one vote up, and then when it came down to it, I was one minus one. And so, you know, I was disappointed, sure. of course, um, yet I ultimately accepted and called Dennis Sear, mm -hmm. who now I sit right next to right. at council. I was going to say, I know Dennis. I called Dennis and I said, uh, it's over, congratulations, you're my councilman. Wow. And he said, what? Are you serious? <laughs> I said, I said, yes. Everyone's saying you're going to appeal. There's yeah, going to be right. a recount. Yeah. There's going to be all yeah. this. And there was a discovery recount. Yeah. It's just part of the, the right. process that Routine. takes place. Yeah. Right, right. But, but I think the way you handle that, uh, this is just my, my view, uh, was so classy and, and so sort of we're moving on. We're not, you know. Uh, so let's roll around to the next election. You didn't have to worry about votes on the next one. I uh, you you did had a lot good. of votes. The people, I'm <laughs> sure, the people of Peoria said, "No, no, Rita, we we might have missed it the first time. We're not missing it again." So I good for so. you. I was I was really so, happy with. So, the how do you like council now that you you've uh, you've been granted this uh, privilege? I'm very happy to be there, mm -hmm. sitting at the table where these dis important decisions for our city Surprises? are being Surprises? I mean, you probably knew what to expect, but what, what, how's it, how do you look at it as a routine thing now? Right. I'm becoming accustomed to it. You know, I served on the park board for right. a few years, right. a long time ago, and so I'm familiar with the process. Right, right. Meetings and all that. No, no. Even at Illinois Central College, you know, we we have a you have a few meetings. Yeah, probably. right. <laughs> yeah. But but I'm glad to be there. Um, I'm learning a lot. I'm getting to know my colleagues, mm -hmm. you know, better. Um, right. So, you know, it's, it's a very important job that I take very seriously. Well, and, and you know, I know just having covered uh, the council for a couple of years, uh, it's, it's fascinating because you realize uh, the issues that, that you know, we, we, well, I won't say we read about in the paper, but we hear about in the news. So we better put it that way because uh, there's changes all around us. But um, those things are Super complicated. I mean, you never, you think you know something, and it's, it's great that people are saying, well, no, I'm, this is the way it is. But then you find out, well, there's this, there's this. It's and, very complicated. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, the work affects people's lives, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's their job or their, you know, safety. You know, these decisions that are made by the council have an impact on people's lives. Right. And sometimes they're, they're life safety decisions oh, absolutely. that are being made. So. Absolutely. Well, um, what's coming up for you on the council that uh, you, I mean, obviously the day-to-day -day routine is always there. Uh, are there some issues or is there an issue that you're, you're going to be uh, addressing here pretty soon? Yeah, one of my um, interests is bringing some best practices that have been done at other cities. And mm. I've talked about, I talked about this on the campaign trail and I'm, I'm trying to work with the city manager and others to bring um, some of the organizers of King County, Washington, the state of Washington. They had an equity initiative that took place countywide. Mm. Um, and it 
um, actually changed um, the health, the employment, the prosperity of their community, the economic development and prosperity. They brought together key stakeholders within their county. Um, King County is one of the richest counties in the I was nation. Say that, yeah, yeah. That, but is they that had Seattle. Yes, yeah, 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 Seattle area. But they have they had a po they had pockets of disparity, like mm -hmm. we do with six one six zero five. So mm -hmm. they had a zip code there, where the people. The, on average, um, the income in this area was $100,000 less per family than the income in the richest area. Wow. And the, the lifespan was 12 years really? less. And Very it was good. mostly African-Americans that lived in that yeah. area as well. But what they did was they said, we want all of our uh, communities to be safe, mm -hmm. all of them to be prosperous. We're going to address our weakest link. Mm. And it's and overall, it's going to help our entire wide. county, countywide. <clears throat> so it isn't just the city yes. doing it. Yes. Yeah. So they've been on a <clears throat> ten-year journey plan, and mm -hmm. they've held. They have measurable results, mm -hmm. and they've seen over the ten years, they've seen tremendous improvement mm. in the quality of life, the economic development, and the viability of their their whole county. And you you have to be uh, encouraged by the fact that Peoria County. The, the governmental unit, Peoria County, has worked with the city. Absolutely, on, on, on it's roads very good. Elements. Yes, very good working <clears throat> relationship there. And you've got you've got folks that know each other across the way. Yes, uh, that can maybe help address that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. In fact, uh, the chairman um, Rand said mm -hmm. that he was he's very interested in the King County mm. initiative as well, and and wants to be a part of. Well, that. <clears throat> it's I mean I mentioned the roads, but I mean that's just one thing that came up. Where you know one of the big bones of contention, and you know this because people once they probably find out you're on council, oh, mm -hmm. you got to do something about Glen Allen, or you know wherever oh, yeah. the road is, wherever wherever their road is. I get more venues. calls about roads oh, and yeah, I mean code enforcement than anything else. I talked to somebody, a cat retiree, not too long ago, and he had been visiting somewhere else, and he said, I, I tell you what, their roads were perfect. You know, unlike ours. And I was like, well. You know, I I don't know what to tell you, but uh, that's I know I'm hearing it, and yeah. you know it's potholes, not just potholes, yeah, but right. it's conditions. Right. But that that's just one area where mm -hmm. you really need a, a, right. a general approach. Right. The city can't afford to do it. Right. All, the whole area. Right. Yeah. And we have to yeah. bring more external resources to our area, and we're starting to see that when the need is great, the opportunity is great, mm -hmm. and so when we can apply for federal and other grants and say this is what's happening in our community and really show a great need, it makes us more qualified and mm -hmm. eligible for that external money. And we need to do more of that. Right. Even within the city, we have to do more of that. That's great. Because well, it's leverage, leveraging our resources. Well, that's, it's great that you're on that because I think that's an area that, you know, you can't do enough. Um, one thing I was going to say, though, you know, people tend to discount, we're almost running out of time here, but they tend to discount downtown. But if you went back to that big picture street fair, not too long ago, last Saturday, mm -hmm. uh, there's an example of it's downtown, people are around. It wasn't, you didn't pay, you, you could go and just wander around right, if you wanted. Right. But that's the essence of downtown. It I mean, is. It's a mixture of people. It's, you know, you had tacos, you had art, you had kids. And it's and, everybody's you know, yeah. downtown. And it's, it's yes. excitement. Yes. And, and we need that. We need we to bring do. that back. I agree. All right. I agree. Well, Rita, we're out of time. Uh, we will. That one is fast. this available to the public? It is. Um, this is a very. I just scanned it while Rita was was here. 
Uh, but fascinating, and we'll talk more about this, but Racial Justice and Equity, uh, an ICC report, and it, it speaks well to our community. Reed Ali, thank you so much. Thank you. That went fast. I know. We, 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 we talk fast <laughs> around here. But we'll, we'll see you next time on Tartar Sauce. Thanks again. PeoriaLife.com.